0: Hi, welcome to this episode of Author Eke. I'm Travis Davis, your host. Tell us your story. Hey, everybody, welcome to Author Eke. Today I have Elizabeth. She is located in Yakima, Washington. That is the western part of the state, uh, if you ever get out that way. So, welcome to Author Eke. Elizabeth, tell us about yourself.
1: Well, hi, Travis. Um, well, my name is Elizabeth Roderick, and all the books I have published so far are under the name Elizabeth Roderick. I um, live here in in Yakima right now, although I've lived all over the West Coast. Um, I grew up here, and it's farm farm country here. Mm-hmm. Um, I've written eighteen books so far, and seven of them are published. Wow! Um, and I mean, they're they're mostly. Ha- they have to do with the intersection of um, dreams and reality, most of them, but I mm. have all sorts of different genres out there. Um, oops, what did I do?
0: Nothing, you're good. <laughs> we still I, got you.
1: I, I swiped, I couldn't see you anymore. I was looking at my email. <laughs> not,
0: you're not missing nothing.
1: Not right. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, and I have parakeets in the background, so it's, it's not. Do they help my... you
0: write? Do they help you write? Like,
1: write, do that. Put that in there. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think, I think they're telling me what to write. Uh,
0: excellent. Everybody excellent. else so, says they're
1: not talking to me. But...
0: <laughs> so, wow, that's a lot of books. I
1: mean. Can
0: you, can you name them all?
1: Oh, I have to think about it actually
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's no. all right so what's the latest one you have out uh, and the, uh...
1: the latest one I have out was published in twenty twenty one I believe okay. it's called Gracie and zeus um Live the Dream and it okay. is a um kind of it's kind of a a comedy mystery in the style of Carl Hyacin, he- Hyacinth. I never know how to pronounce his name. Okay. I, just, I just read it, but, um, having to do with, uh, a woman and her adult foster son who is autistic and, mm. um, and, um, but it's, I don't write about neurodivergent people the way that, most authors write about neurodivergent people because I am autistic. And mm-hmm. so it's just like I write about people and they happen to be like that because that's what I right. used to, you know?
0: <laughs> is it like your feelings coming out or your emotions when you write or does it, does, is it therapy for you? Does it help you?
1: I mean, yeah, it's, you know, Gracie and Zeus live the dream. Isn't a really like poignant you know, emotional Mm -hmm. book in that way, it is just kind of a good time. Um, but, but there, you know, there's always something deeper in, Mm -hmm. in books when you're writing them. And, um, it's all therapy for me just in different ways and on different levels. So it just very much writing very much helps me, um, Stay focused and calm, and together, no matter what I'm writing about. So,
0: so when you write, do you write like in a sterile environment, there's no <laughs> noise, or do you like a little bit of uh, white noise or distractions, or how, how, how do you find it best to write?
1: I'm very noise sensitive. Um, which is, these are actually my daughter's parakeets. She's in Borneo right now. Dang! Got <laughs> so them into my room so they <laughs> wouldn't be alone. Um, I. I've tried writing with music and sometimes I'll write with music. Mm -hmm. Um, But usually I write. My favorite time to write um, is in the early, early mornings. Like my normal, my normal schedule, if I can, I'm allowed to set my own schedule is I'll go to bed early, like at eight and get up Uh at like two or three in the morning and write. And I, I like to write with the windows open so I can hear the owls and the wind if there is any, and um, just have quiet time when no one else is bothering me.
0: Well, not too uh, open because that owl might hear that parakeet and decide that's breakfast. Yeah. Let's <laughs> it
1: Usually the parakeets are asleep too until... Wow,
0: well, that is early, 2 yeah. o'clock. I like writing in the morning, but you know a little later than that
1: yeah i've always had i've always had a weird schedule and i've always been a really bad sleeper and so i when i can i get in the habit of going to bed early and like getting sleep over with if that makes sense because then when i get up in the morning like i can not have to like it's if i try to write at night i'm worried about having to go to sleep and get to sleep and it keeps me up because i'll be thinking about the story or whatever so
0: i think i'm mentally exhausted by the time i want to write at night and i just don't do it i may write some things john or think of something but i usually like writing in the morning where i'm you know fresh and uh like i like i like listening to music when i write outside uh when i do it you know i live in north texas so it was kind of hot this summer uh but uh now it's going to be really nice weather really really nice weather so who's your publisher
1: um, my publisher for the last one, Gracie and Zeus Live the Dream, is um, Cinnabar Moth, okay. um, in, in Japan, they're—I um, mean—they're I mean, they're American expats, but they're in Japan. The other, well, five of my other ones are through Limitless p- Publishing in Hawaii. Mm-hmm. Um, and then one of them I did self-publish. Okay, um, but that is yeah. a lot.
0: So you've been writing for some time. Uh, what started you on writing? Just to put your put your thoughts out there, and you know, and well, it-
1: it's a it's a long story. Uh, I I mean, I've always written like mm-hmm. since I was real little. Like I I was really into Lord of the Rings, and so I wrote a lot of stories about unicorns and elves and. And you know, knights and swords and stuff. But I didn't. I got this. I got the idea for my first series in 2004 when my daughter was six months old, and on my 27th birthday. Um. I. I. Anyway, long story short, I ended up having this vision of
0: <laughs>
1: uh where i thought i was dead for 18 hours because my ex-husband convinced me to and it's and it's legal here now it wasn't then but you know the statute of limitations is around he convinced me to eat a bunch of weed brownies for my birthday because he wanted them mm-hmm. um and i don't react well to thc and so i uh had this I thought I was dead for 18 hours and thought everybody was like trying to lead me was either a spirit trying to lead me to the mm. to hell or through the gate to the next world and it was this really intense experience and it took me a long time to process it but it eventually turned into this weird story oh, about wow. about a girl who had the ability I guess uh, in some cultures, they call it dream walking, where you are able to lucid dream um, in the dream world, and the dream world is a real place, and it has rules, and it kind of um, kind of interacts with the waking world in some way. And she ends up in this cult where they are studying scientifically studying the other life, and like all of this stuff happens. And anyway, so. I, I started writing that a bunch of times, but it, not until my daughter was a little bit older, and my ex husband got his tenure track job in California, and we moved there. And I, I couldn't get work even if I'd wanted to, and I just ended up, um, you know, not having any other job. And I started mm-hmm. writing eighteen hours a day.
0: Oh wow, that's a lot of writing.
1: Yeah, and but I finished I was finishing books like every every 6 to 8 weeks and so I wrote the whole series of seven full-length novels for that first series in a year. Like almost exactly a year. Like I kind of, you know, with but can my Can you
0: still get them on Amazon and everything? Are they still available?
1: All, those ones aren't published. I got I had a contract on them once and uh-huh. I had to pull out of that contract. All my other ones are uh, available on Amazon. Okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, after I finished those seven, I just kept going. And in two years I wrote 14 books.
0: Holy smokes. Um, That's a lot of words.
1: Yeah. It's a lot of words.
0: (laughs) That's a lot of words.
1: I I slowed down after that and, but, and you know, it's, I I go in cycles, I guess. But, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I mean, I, I have, I didn't really start writing until 2013.
0: All right. I just started in 2022. so a year and, okay. and a half ago, two years ago, maybe. about a year and a half ago, I reckon. So it's that's when I started writing. Late bloomer. Good way to
1: spend your time.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> so, so you, you, so what do you, uh, what do you do when you're not writing? I mean, that, that, that occupies a lot of your time. I don't know if it occupies eighteen hours of your time now, but uh,
1: it, I mean, it can't now because I don't have. I my you know, my husband at the time like. Not like kind of gave me an ultimatum that I had to stop writing because it was a waste of my time, uh-huh. and um, it wasn't that specifically, but that I wasn't like, well, I'm just going to go write then. But it was just the fact that he was like that that we ended mm-hmm. up splitting up, and so I've had to make my own living.
0: Right, right. Um,
1: and and so I'm doing like I um, have been helping run my family's little organic. Fruit and vegetable farm and, and chickens and goats and stuff and okay. um, doing some other things. But I do legal transcription. Um,
0: oh, all right. No, well, there's some stories there.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, one, yeah. One of my works in progress <laughs> got the idea directly from a court. It's really holy smokes. Doing those trials is really interesting. I, you know, sometimes it's real sad, but
0: <laughs> yeah, you got you're just gonna like that. This is this is so unbelievable that it's got to be fiction yeah uh, but it's not that's but the, it's that's not. the thing of it that's that's the bad part of it people that's really out here
1: living their life I know
0: like this. I know terrible <laughs> who knows what they're doing but that so that I mean that's good though I mean so now you you' you definitely like to write and you seem to have a knack for it so how do you market your books I mean they oh, you always hear and I was under the same premonition that uh or just you know Falsehood that once you write a book, you know, boom, that's it. That's you know, like
1: it's the easy thing.
0: How much is a book going to cost me to write? Oh, it's free. You will ain't going to cost you. I mean, there's a lot involved in, in writing a book and marketing it. And so, how do you market? What, what do you think you do, you do? Book signings? How do you get your name out?
1: I have, and um, but it's the part that I'm bad at. Like mm-hmm. I, the way I do best, since so many of well i think basically all of them have in some way some connection to to mental health or neurodivergence because not because i have tried specifically to have some political statement about mental health right. but because right. that's just you know the reality that that i live in i do best when i when i market myself in person as a person with mental health struggles who writes books and, mm-hmm. and people who haven't heard of my book specifically will come and see me speak because of that. And so like I've done best with events for, with the national Alliance on mental illness and stuff like that.
0: That's a good idea. that
1: you know, that's I think ultimately not like like, I don't want people to buy my books because they are like, oh, you know, it's so good that she's able to function in society still. And, <laughs> you know, I'll support her. Like, I want yeah, people yeah. to buy my books because I like them. And so. Right. Like, um, but I'm not.
0: I'm looking for sympathy. <laughs> <Just> like...
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'll take it. You know, whatever. whatever. Like, but...
0: yeah, I'm old. Come on. <laughs> buy them for there's no more.
1: Oh. Yeah. But I'm so my daughter will like, eat when I die. Like I don't know. either way.
0: Yep. <laughs> but
1: yeah, I'm I'm bad. I'm bad. That's the part that I'm bad at, and I'm. And I think and a lot think of
0: authors that, are like that. They're 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 introverted more yeah. than extroverted. Um, and I Plus think you have to just, actually go out there and do it.
1: It when it's like there's no blueprint for that like of course there's no blueprint for writing a book either like Mm -hmm. everybody wants to sell you as a blueprint for it but it's mostly just practice makes perfect and Mm -hmm. and finding your story and how you want to tell it but it for marketing there it's like whatever works for one person works for that person and there's a lot of luck involved and skills that are way different from the skills you need to write a book
0: yeah there's not a, I don't think there's a cookie pro, a cookie cutter approach and that's the same as uh you know launching a book I mean there's so much you need to do before you launch a book and nobody will tell you that yeah. really you know uh how how much before do you start marketing it right and yeah. how, how do you get all these things in place so when it does launch that people will see it because I mean, there's, I don't know how many books are published a day through Amazon, but it is a lot.
1: Yeah. A lot. And, you know, but also it's never too late. Like I've had Mm. friends who publish a book and they don't, it doesn't really go anywhere. And then 10 years later, after the publishing Mm. date, suddenly the book takes off like it, Mm. you know, it's, it's good to have a running start. And, and like, Unfortunately, now with the Amazon algorithms, like we all hate Amazon, right? But that's be yeah. real. Like you need to be on Amazon yeah. unless you're some weirdo. Like you need to be on Amazon in order to sell books, and Amazon wants you to publish a book every three to six months or less. And so, like, um, I mean, if I if I were more organized, I'd just start putting out my backlists every
0: two yeah. months. Okay. I, I, my, my goal is a book a year that's that's uh it's a good that's kind of my goal and then I you know i talked to a lot of authors and get some you know real good advice actually from a lot of folks it's a very close-knit community it does nobody is trying to take books away from you from a sales everybody wants everybody to succeed because there's so much coming out there and, and readers are consuming so much in very you know an ebook or audio or you know whatever written and it's so much out there uh but he was saying that you know, how long do you market a book after it's out? You know, and he was, he thought, you know, six months, it's regularly actively marketing for about three years. Yeah. And then the more, the more books that you put out, like in a series about something about this, the sixth or fifth or sixth book does, then the series kind of takes off from that perspective. But a lot of people, you know, give up after one or two books, uh, and then, mind, there's competition out there, especially if you're not with one of the big, you know, big, you know, two or three publishers because they've got, they, well, they're in the know. That's yeah. like I can say. <laughs>
1: but I mean, a lot of my friends, a lot of my friends with the big publishers too, like it, it's hit or miss with them. Mm-hmm. They know. still
0: market and they still have to market. Yep. You know, all these folks market Kyle Mills, uh, Jack Carr. Uh, all these folks market themselves because you're marketing a brand. You're not yep. marketing a book. Yeah, They want to get your brand and then your brand – because your brand, they'll buy a book. Yeah. Right? That's what you hope for.
1: And I mean, people people like series because they, they find something they like and they want to read more of it. And it's not – like I'm a reader of romance, right? Like I don't write just straight – like all my books have romantic subplots, but I don't – write straight romance. But if I find like a Regency romance writer that I like, I will read all of their books. And it's not because readers don't want something new or are not smart or something. It's just like when you find something you like you and, and like, and, and, and the good thing about writing is it's not competition. Like if right. someone buy someone else's book and then that person gives a shout out to another author that they like, like their readers might go over to their books. Like we all pull each other up the ladder. And so, yeah, that's that's
0: right. That's it's a very interesting community. I mean, I I went on a a stretch of Kive Klessler, right. Reading all his books because I enjoyed them and I didn't have to think. I knew this was like, Whoa, there ain't no way. But it's enjoyable. They're entertainment, and you know that's what I've talked to another author. He goes, "Your books just have to be entertaining, right?" That that's what somebody wants. Is unless you're, you know, reading, uh, you know, about mathematics or physics or something, you know, good luck. But you know, even in nonfiction, somebody wants to be entertained about the story that you're writing about, or even fiction. Yeah, so that's true. I mean, that's like, just liter- it kind literary
1: of goes. fiction. Like, I'm not a huge fan like of literary fiction where it's just about. Pretty words and there's Mm. not a lot of plot, but like those don't, those win awards, but they don't sell very well.
0: (laughs) No, they don't. I I usually try to put like two plots in my book and or three and have them match up at the end. Yeah, for some odd reason. Do Um, you
1: do you do outlines?
0: No. Yeah, me either. (laughs) Probably should.
1: (laughs) I mean, if I if I did an outline, if I knew it was going to happen, I wouldn't write it because I write it to see what's going to happen. Yeah. Right.
0: Yeah. I, I, my, I'm very uh, extemporaneous, you know, just kind of uh, flow of thought uh, to be able to, and then, to follow that thought out and finish the thought, you know, write a chapter or pages or whatever, then, Oh, I need to put this somewhere and, and I'll put books together that I've partially writ- written because it makes sense to put them together when I didn't really know at the time.
1: Yeah. I've done that too. I'll, I'll get like some, some random idea and i'm like oh i should make a book out of that it's like no i can shove it into this this book oh yeah
0: yeah you just have to match (laughs) up that that's the thing you know that you have to be careful of is timelines and matching you know if i say i'm going to do this on page 10 where did i finish that you know because somebody's going to know that you didn't finish and they'll let you know that you didn't finish you know because uh you know reviews are important um i don't know you know people that, you know, just, you know, folks are just reading books. It's important to put a review, whether you put a sentence, a paragraph or not anything, but a star rating. Yeah. That is so important. That really helps that uh, Amazon. Yeah. And what you'll find is these, uh, a lot of these well-known authors, by the time the book comes out, somehow they already have two or 300 reviews of that book. So that's why they're always on the bestseller. Do you go, well, I don't know, two or 300 people. I mean, you know, I do, but you know, who wants to read my books? So where how are you gonna get these people, right? That, to me, that's that's the thing. That's that that big marketing engine in the background that is unbeknownst to everybody.
1: Yeah. I mean, and yeah, you can have on some of my first ones, especially, like I had a list of um prior readers and and mm-hmm. the publisher helped with that a little where they would send the send the um what do you call it preliminary copy out or the the
0: author's uh, copy yeah out,
1: yeah out to a whole bunch of people and they yeah. would do reviews and yeah i mean that's the good thing about having a publisher is they are able to get it out to a few more people than you are unless you're really extroverted and not mm-hmm. like me at all and do have hundreds of friends
0: yeah i mean that you got you gotta get it out and and out in the folks' hands, let them read it. Let them, you know, make sure. Hey, do a review. Um, have you noticed how quiet the parrots are? Because they're listening to us. Yeah, the thing is very interesting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're
1: going to start writing books now.
0: They're going to start uh, pairing it back. So, <laughs> but uh, so I mean, I, I do. I but I do like the marketing aspect of of meeting folks, and especially when. Somebody sees a book, they start, oh, that's a you know, great book, or I get it, or I always have the thing, is that real? I have to them, it's fiction, you know, but you want it to just be as real as it can yeah. uh, to make it believable. Yeah. Well,
1: and, you know, like, part of what makes good characters is actually getting out in the world and meeting people, and, mm-hmm. and like... Yeah, I love I love meeting other people. I love talking about writing. I have a really good like critique group. Um but you know like I have gotten a lot of my character ideas from real people that I meet in the world and that's mm-hmm. just you know in life and in writing the best the the best practice is to to Make as many friends as you can. Um, yeah, and, although you do want to keep some people at a safe distance. <laughs> oh, <like> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, yes, you do. Now, <laughs> do all your books take place in the same area, the same town, or are they all over?
1: Um, there. The weird thing: the first ones I wrote, um, since I was in California, they mostly started out in California. Mm-hmm. Um, but like the first series, the cult is in the middle of Utah somewhere, and like almost all of my yes are- yes <laughs> <laughs> like but like um at, an odd number of them end up in Las Vegas at least for a short period of time um because so i have a weird touring
0: or uh are they doing a show or are they booked for the summer at the caesars or something or
1: no no <laughs> one up in... <laughs> well you know in one of them like they're actually um part of like an underground sex club um and just like hustling money out of people mm-hmm. um and one of them the main antagonist Owns a casino because and he was able to, he has a patent on software that runs the um slot machines. Oh, wow, that's and and has this really I good wish I'd person. have thought of <laughs> that.
0: What <laughs> wish, I, wish I'd have thought of that. I know <laughs> I'm gonna be killing,
1: <laughs> yeah. And he did, he's he's a very he's a very rich, evil man. Um, but yeah, like, do 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 most of your books take place in Texas or
0: no? None of them do. They take place in uh, Northern Virginia, Uh, the Russia, China. Oh, cool. Um, and then uh, the Cobalt, a a little uh, Russia, mainly China, Mongolia, uh, Northern Virginia. And the one I'm writing now, in Lake Como, the one I'm writing now, a little bit in Lake Como, Geneva, Berlin, uh, so Northern Virginia, because that's where like the intelligence communities are and stuff. And uh, so kind of based out of there, but yeah, I just, you know, I, some places I've been, you know, and I said, okay, that's kind of cool places, uh, you know, especially the German aspect. I used to li- lived in Germany for nine years. So the whole German aspect of it, but I, I, I like, you know, writing about different places, but the same characters. So the characters I created in the first one, I carry them through, even though you don't have to read in sequence, right, one after another asynchronously. Um, I, like, I like things like yeah. that. Yeah, like- so, and I, you know, I, I try to humor it up a little bit or, you know, but they're, they're kind of wacko kind of guys, but very, very. And, and I have a very, very strong female characters in my book because um, they have to take care of the men who are yeah. you know, goofy <laughs> sometimes, but they're they're pretty good, too. But yeah, um, do you have to so, do you have
1: to go to a place in order to write about it? or can you are you good at writing places you haven't been?
0: I can you know, if I haven't been there, I can look up on uh, you know the internet, uh, do some re- I do I, I do a lot of research for my books, even as the technology that I write in the books that doesn't exist or I don't think that it exists. I want to be able to, if it did exist, it would be believable. So I do a lot of research on the books, uh, technology and locations. And if I say I take a lift on the street, you got to be able to take a left on that street. Yeah. Yes.
1: Yeah. I mean, I mean, for me, it's, it's a good excuse for me to travel because I feel i really want to soak in the vibe of a place to write about it. And, and like, and yeah, for the research for the first series, I since the cult that she joins like is run by this um guy who's like a theoretical mathematician who went bonkers, Gonzo, Mm. and started this cult thing. Like, I actually ended up going back to school and like studying quantum physics.
0: Oh wow! and,
1: And I ended up liking chemistry better, and I was gonna get my degree my get into grad school for chemistry before life changed but yeah like it's it's my failing i think that i have to feel like and you know in the books like i didn't put any equations in there or anything just Mm -hmm. like i felt like i needed to understand stuff better before i could have it as an element in the in the book
0: yeah, I did a lot of research on oil wells and uh, stuff like that in my first book because you know, I had to be able to understand and articulate it or somebody can yeah. understand it. Not to a depth of, you know, I'm going to become a wildcatter or nothing, just to, of how an oil well works and the, the functioning of it and everything. But I, I do like that part because, you know, you learn things and you go to parties and you start talking about that to people and they just walk off because they're saying, that's not interesting. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah that's that's what writing is like is becoming way too interested in these little things that
0: no one else uh, i know i mean i something I'm, there's people around me i look around everybody's gone i'm still talking i'm like mm. <laughs> well
1: you know as long as yeah. it's not like researching how to murder people and then no
0: no no i'm surprised i haven't them. i do like you know chinese army stuff or korean north koreans and russians i'm like i put my vpn on <laughs> just in case <laughs> yeah
1: yeah i mean it's uh, so- I deal a lot with like with mob, like underground businessmen, mm-hmm. and yeah, you gotta be you gotta have your VPN on.
0: Yeah, you gotta be careful. I mean, I do know. I do I do a lot of that stuff, but because like, I enjoy it, um, all, you know, all the time. All the, I like to do it. you just learn stuff, and you know, and some like I, I've been a lot almost. I've been a lot of places in the world. I can almost. I meet somebody. and They go, oh, "I'm from." Wherever I go, oh, I've been there. And I really have been there, not just flown in, but been there and spent some time. And, and you're talking, in, whereas in Toronto. Or- no, in the Army, in the Army yeah. mostly, but then out of the Army. Yeah. I was in Toronto and you learn a little bit tidbits about information. And I was at somewhere and said, oh, I'm from Toronto. Like, oh, I'm, I've been to Toronto. Oh, really? I go, you know, to Yonge Street, not young, Yonge is the longest continuous street in the world. I don't and know. it's in Canada. Yeah, it's called. But you don't say "young" because it's not young; it's "young." You know, it's young.
1: Gotta, I'll, you I'll try whatever. to remember that if I go.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's a little bit little tidbits, but yeah. So, I, but I do enjoy that. I'll figure out how to put that in a book um, because one of the characters, Will, is like super smart, but he's he's comes up with these things like, "Oh, did you know? You know about so and so?" They go, "How do you know that stuff?" So he goes, "Well, I watch a lot of TV." You know the things like, "How do you know these things?" Or and then one of the characters, Lucy's, uh. Ex Chinese uh, soldier, but she uh, has an eidetic memory. But even more than that, she's much, much more than that. It's amazing what she can recall. Super smart. I wish uh, I was
1: like that.
0: I can't remember anything. No, not at all.
1: <laughs> My phone remembers so, things for me.
0: No. So what do you got in uh, in the works? Which what, uh, what are you conniving?
1: Well, um, I should be trying to get some of my backlist published, but right now I am working on a um, one book about a, a a woman, well, about this young woman in Los Angeles who thinks she's going to be an actress. And then there's this woman who's like, it's just really popular she's not mm-hmm. famous but everybody in LA knows her she's like this rich lady and she has all these weird parties and um lures this young woman in and becomes slowly clear that she is some sort of ancient trickster goddess like trying to oh, trying wow. to mess up people's lives for some weird towards some weird immortal person's goal Um that you know don't want to I I, I I, say I don't want to spoil it but you know I don't even know what it is yet I'll, we'll figure
0: it out <laughs> <yet>. that's what's <laughs> going to make it great you don't know yet you surprised yeah. at the end
1: that's why the I twist. have to write it to find
0: out Yeah, the twist and you don't have to yeah. kill everybody in a book to make it interesting either that's yeah. kind of cool about stuff well great Elizabeth so what kind of parting advice do you have any aspiring writer
1: um Any aspiring writer, I would tell them to not sweat the small stuff and not worry about whether what you're writing is good or whether it's going to be the next big thing, but to Mm. just write for the joy of it. And, um, you know, you always have to edit. You always have to... You always should run stuff through critique groups. Yes, but find find good critique partners that, um,
0: constructive.
1: Con- that are con- Yeah, that are constructive, not just that they're going to not tell you what you want to hear or mm-hmm. tell you what you want to hear, but that they they understand your vision enough that they're able to give you advice that you're able to use.
0: Um, I agree with that.
1: But mostly just like, don't be afraid of, of writing it incorrectly. Like don't, don't um, delay writing because you feel like you need to read a million books about how Mm -hmm. to write. Like you just, you get good at it by doing it. Just like. I think you're right.
0: I think every one of my books gets better because I look, I, I look for things differently. Right. Or yeah. what to look for and you know but I, I agree 100%. So well it was great meeting you today. So what's the latest book you got out?
1: The latest one out is Gracie and Zeus Live the Dream and that is um it's out through uh Cinemar Moth. It's on Amazon. <laughs> it's I it's I think pretty much anywhere you can get books okay. you can get it.
0: And um, how and do people find you?
1: I you can find me online at talesfrompurgatory.com or just search for Elizabeth Roderick author on Amazon. Um, yeah. I, I, you know, I, I can find myself on Amazon and hopefully yeah. other people can too. <laughs> the way it so works nowadays. What like.
0: about Twitter, Facebook, Instagram? So I, am, I am.
1: I am on Twitter. I'm Lids Rodney. Um, L-I-D-S-R-O-D-N-E-Y, mm-hmm. um, although Twitter is kind of going downhill. And I'm Tales from Purgatory on TikTok.
0: Okay, um. excellent. Excellent. So, folks, go out there, check her books out, um, and, uh, t- and send her a note, tell her to get the other books, redo the bu- other books, and get them back out. Don't, don't just keep them to herself. Let the masses read them. You know, Send me hate you know. mail or anything, like, you know. <laughs> but constructive hate mail. Don't, constructive. Be just a, don't be just an asshole. You know, be uh, <laughs> be, be nice. Yeah, be nice. Yeah. All right, Elizabeth. Thank you very much you for having me. All right, bye bye.
1: Bye.
0: Thank you for listening to Author Eke. There'll be another episode next week. Please stop by and start your own story. We can't wait to hear it.